doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media coming at you once again with a little bonus episode. A little bonus episode here to talk about the Snowbound Expo. I was down there this past Friday hanging out, walking around, checking it out. The return of the Boston Snow Show, the unofficial start to the ski and snowboard and snow sports season here in the East. And it was a lot of fun. But you know what? I think we're going to talk about a couple other things first. We're going to talk about Whaleback Mountain, which I always do because I love it. Whaleback Mountain over in Enfield, New Hampshire, not 15 minutes from the front door here at the Ski Rex Media HQ. I love Whaleback Mountain because they could have, they do have, they could have, they do have everything you could ever want in a ski hill in a small package. You want it hard, they got it hard. You want it easy, they got it easy. You want a cool vibe, they have that too. They'll teach you how to do it. They have trees, they have groomed, they have natural, they have a park on the side. Man, they got it all and they're so easy to get to right off exit 16 on I-89. In fact, I took a small video passing whale back from the, I took the video from the interstate. I was on the bus to show just how close, and I've showed before, but to show how close it is to the interstate and to exit 16. It's wonderful. Check it out when you have the opportunity. Whaleback, ski it to believe it. And another partner of mine, St. Custom Skis and Snowboards in Gorham, New Hampshire. While I was down at Snowbound, I saw a few ski and snowboard manufacturers down there showing off what they have, showing off what's new. A couple of custom places were all there also. But I work with St. Skis and Snowboards in Gorham, New Hampshire, and they are currently creating me my very own pair of Ski Rex Media branded skis. It's going to be great. Check them out, Saint Skis and Snowboards, Custom Skis and Snowboards. Wow, I'm really butchering this. Sorry, KJ and Kevin, man. I don't mean to butcher it, but it's going to be awesome. If you want something that looks good, they got you covered. You want something that rides well, they've got you covered. You want something completely unique to you that will last a long time, that is well-made by hand with local wood from up there in Gorham, New Hampshire. Check them out, saintskis.com. They can make what you want, and for handmade custom gear it's really not a bad price check out the prices check out the photos of what they've made talk to kj and kevin man they're great awesome people it's gonna be a good winter if you're riding saints custom skis and snowboards i'm gonna be riding them and i think you should be riding them too now that that's out of the way and it's not that i don't like to do the reads i have a lot of fun of doing that for whaleback and uh saint skis i do have a lot of fun with that i i it's i granted they're about the same every time so i have to come up with something a little different but i try because i'm doing it on the fly i hope it is a little different i hope they enjoy it and i hope you get a kick out of it too uh because i do get a kick out of reading it if any other um podcast folks out there are listening and you want someone to do your reads for your partners man i'd love to do it i would have a good time with that i think you you give me a shout out go ahead and uh, send an email to contact at skirexmedia.com say hey will you do our reads i would love to do it I, I i do have a good time with that but that's not the point um the fun part about this there are interviews today but i'm just kind of you know talking because it, it really is just me the snowbound expo was awesome i'll start i'll just get into it stop well not just get into it obviously four minutes plus into the to this episode, this bonus episode, and I've already said just my reads and I haven't said anything else. So let's see if we could say something else. The Snowbound Expo was awesome, but I was only able to get there for a day. I love taking the bus into Boston. I love going into Boston. I love walking over from the bus station through Chinatown to the Heinz Convention Center to go to the Snowbound Expo though I wish I could have stayed for all three days. Now, things happen, life happens, as we say. I wasn't able to do all three days, and that kind of sucked because I didn't get as much done as I anticipated being able to do, and there's a huge reason for that, a huge reason for that, and we're going to get into that after the interviews because I think as they go on, we talk a couple times about the social aspect of it and the you know, the work that goes into it, little bits, like these are just little bits. You're not going to, this isn't going to be an hour long episode. It's going to be a five minute or interview here, a 15 minute, I think 15 minutes is the longest one I did with uh, Mario and Brian from highfalutin ski bums podcast. Love those guys got to meet them for the first time. So I think that's what I'll do now. I will 
cut into the interviews. Um, there's seven. Well, no, there's six interviews and just one of me. And I'll get into afterwards my final thoughts on the expo, why I didn't get as much done as I could have. No, I actually, I don't know if I really could have. I didn't get as much done as I wanted, is more accurate to say. And what the show really is and what it really means and why I think it's so awesome. So here you go. We're going to start with me talking to my friend, Dan Egan. My friend, Dan Egan. That's my favorite name drop. Uh, I have a lot of fun name dropping. Brian actually points it out. Um in the highfalutins episode and uh, a few friends who have been on the program some new friends that haven't check out these interviews and then we'll come back to me here at the hq and we'll talk a little bit more about the snowbound expo so i made it to snowbound awesome love the snowbound expo love everybody here running into some old friends including my friend that's right i'm bragging my friend Dan Egan. Dan, how you doing, man? Good. What's happening today, man? You all good? What a show. A lot of people around. So many people. You just run into people you know, and you run into people you don't know. We can all make friends here. Uh, dude, how, what you, so what are you doing here today? Just promoting, hanging out? What are you doing? You know, I wake up in the fall, and I just go, i got to go to a ski show. There you I've go. been doing it so long. <laughs> you know, really, for the last 40 years in the fall, I don't know anything else to go to a ski show. So here we are in Boston, traditionally one of the biggest ski shows in the country, yeah, man. you know, diehard fans. People love their skiing here and snowboarding in New England. They're passionate. We got a full lineup of speakers, right? Totally. And I got my new book out. My newest book, All Terrain Skiing, Volume Two, comes with an app, thirty-one drills and skills uh, on the app, all videos, and uh, yeah, you nice. can learn to ski on your phone, of course. That's something I could definitely get into because my game needs to be brought up a few levels. For someone who's been doing this since I was 12, that's 30 years, and I suck. I'm not even going to lie about it. That's that's great. New book um, here if you're going to come. Well, this will be after Snowbound, so you missed it. Sorry, everybody. You, wait, can they get it elsewhere, the book, the new book, the newest book? Yeah, of course. You can get every book. Uh, You can get uh, 30 Years in White Haze. You can get All Terrain Skiing right at dan-egan.com. Uh, and, of course, don't miss Ski A to Z. You know, we sell so many of these ski A to Z's, it's crazy, Tim, I'm telling you. Sure. People love it. You know, all anybody who's got a, somebody new to skiing, this is the Bible, right? This is what you go to. It is. I love it. The artwork's amazing. I love Kim. She knows that. Um, she's that fact, like, taking the picture. Right That's there. right. There she is. Yeah, we're both. Selfless promotion, dude. We love that. <laughs> we're learning about that today, too. Man, it looks great. Your setup looks great here. Um, everything, the, the book in the hardcover makes me kind of jealous that mine's soft cover, dude. It looks oh, great. One, I'm thinking about it. I'm definitely thinking about it. And I have my copy of Ski A to Z now as well. Nice. Um, along with the artwork I already have at my house. This looks great, dude. So... After this, we got our ski show in the fall. Winter's coming. It's snowing places. Killington's open. I think Sunday Rivers might be open. I forget who's open. So many things open in here. What? What? Where are you going next? Dude, I am packing it up, heading to the Matterhorn, going to Zermatt. Got my early season first tracks camp over in beautiful Switzerland. You know, everywhere you ski around Zermatt, you see the Matterhorn. It's amazing. Over there for a week, then out to Big Sky, my winter home for the early bird camp right before Christmas. And then it's full on, dude. It's nice. like, it's all one big white haze for me all the way to May. <laughs> and would you have it any other way? I would never have it any other way. That's what I love about Dan, so honest. So let me ask you then, some of these places you're going, and I need a professional who know who's been here. I get altitude sick like nobody's business. How do I avoid it And so I can follow you around and be a real fanboy, stalker person? No, but that's a real question, right? A lot of people totally. have issues with that. One, hydration. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Make sure you do it to sleep. You know, take your melatonin, get some sleep. Uh, hydrate. Don't drink alcohol too much your first couple of nights. You want to have the rager at the end of the week, not the beginning of the <laughs> there week. There you go. A lot of people make that mistake at the airport. You know what I mean? Sure. And uh, so, you know, and then pace yourself. Uh, take a break. You know, us Americans, we're going up and down, up and down. Everybody's trying to get the value out of the ticket. Yeah. Sit still and chill. Have a coffee and enjoy the scenery. Absolutely. And uh, don't, don't pump too much into your day. I love it. See, I'm going to do that, and maybe I'll head out to Big Sky, and uh, we'll talk about that, too. Well, thank you, Dan. I'll let you get back to work. Maybe I'll talk to Kim next. Um, this is awesome, dude, and the show is great. I'm glad to be back. I know you are, too. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Tim, awesome, dude. Absolutely. Thank Thanks, you. Brother. Thanks, man. So one of the fun things about coming to one of these shows is 
meeting people and then meeting people you kind of already know, especially si- now our UK friends are getting huge. We talk to all kinds of people. Um, and here with Dan Egan, whom I just spoke to, Kim K. How you doing, Kim? I'm fine. How are you? It's great to meet you. Absolutely. This is one of the, one of the coolest parts of this day for me is that I got to meet Kim. She was able to come over from from the other side of the pond, as they say. I always feel goofy saying that, though. The other from side of the pond. Old England. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to get over there, maybe for the snow show next year. So you're set up here with Dan. Your books are here. Ski A to Z. Everything looks great. How... I just heard this story. You were over. I heard that story. That's the kind of a story I want to hear about someone. She's signing books. Yeah. Something about a kid who wasn't even born yet. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So someone came to me and they said, "Can you sign this book for our friend's child?" And this baby, the baby had been born. I think like kind of like the day before. And they said, "Can you sign it?" She hasn't got a name yet, but she's in a family that's going to ski. And so, can you write the book and address it to to born to ski? And it's just, yeah, it's magic that, you know, that uh, to be able to help people into the sport and to know that the book can can be there with them as they kind of grow and, you know, and enjoy the sport more. It's just really exciting. I can only imagine, and everything looks great. The book looks great in person. I'm happy to say that I can add that to my signed autographed copies of stuff that I have, including Dan's book. They're going to be right next to each other. So you're having fun in Boston, yeah? Yeah, I really like Boston. So, yeah, so I went to the Warren Miller film the other night. So um, joined Dan there because um, Dan um, endorsed my book. And um, so he's selling my book on his website. So he said, "You want to come and sign some books?" So, so that's what I'm doing here at the show. So, so yeah. So I've been walking around, getting to know it. Never really. Well, I've never spent time in Boston before, but it's brilliant. Really like the city. Yeah, it's a great city. Now, this show, since you were at the other Raccoon Event show, the National Snow Show yeah. in Birmingham, how's it stack up? About the same? A little different? Culturally different? Probably about the same kind of size. I had a quick whiz round um, and had a look around the show before it opened today, once we'd finished setting up. And, uh, yeah, so you've got your equipment um, providers, you've got your resorts, the destinations, um, you've got the, the stages where people are talking and uh, the opportunity for people to, you know, to talk to, like, the manufacturers about the products. Sure. Which So, yeah, very similar, really, in yeah. a lot of ways. So, Excellent. Yeah. Awesome, because that's one I want to get to. I want to go there next year since I'm only going to be here today. I got to make up my hours. It's just like you miss a day of work. You got to make up your hours or school, whatever you're doing. So I'm going to get over there. I think I want to. So how's how's it going? People really responding to the book and liking it and loving it? And yeah, absolutely. So you know, it's, uh, it's it's for all ages. It helps people into the sport. There's a lot of people now that are they're buying, thinking of Christmas, and so they want those Christmas gifts for the skiers in their life. So. So uh, yeah, people are, are excited to to be able to you know to to meet and that you know and, and that I'm signing the books for them and and uh, and and then it's nice because uh, because to be able to do this here with Dan after doing um, the 22 illustrations for for White Haze as well and seeing that sure. as a hard copy book as well. Oh, so, it's beautiful. Yeah. So people don't really need to go any further than our stand to be able to get kitted out for their Christmas gifts. Honestly, like we all like we know I pre-record, so I hope you stopped by and saw this, Kim. I hope you continue to have fun this weekend, and I hope people keep responding to it, man. It looks great. Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, people can find out more at my website, inspiredbykim.com, or if they're on socials, then I'm at inspiredbykim. And it's, it is great, you know. Skiing is a fabulous sport, and to be able to connect with people, you know, events like this, be able to chat and talk to people, and. You know, it's like we can live very different lives, but, you know, everyone kind of shares a passion for uh, for the snow and snow sports. So, so yeah, we're, we're lucky to be able to have these events and to be able to, you know, to meet in person again. Absolutely. It's been years, and now we're all back. Excellent. Well, thank you, Kim. I'll let you get back to what you're doing, and have a good rest of the day. Yes. Enjoy, and everyone have a great season. Absolutely. Thank you. So, as I'm walking around here at Snowbound Expo... And I was just talking to Kim and Dan. Love those two friends. It's time to make some new friends. Chuck from, what is this, True Key. True Key. Let's explain True Key, man. Go for it. Okay, basically, if you have a family, you go skiing. If you have a family, you go skiing with them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get stuck down in Lot E, and you have a hike, and you got some choices. You either take the shuttle bus, or sure. wait in line for the shuttle bus, or you say, you know what, I'm going to do it on my own. 
take the family up there on our own pace at our own time. You can load four pairs of shoes on it, or four snowboards, or two and two. It sure. basically balances the load mm-hmm. for you, so you can haul up your skis. Cool. Walk up to the lodge, and when you get to the lodge, it basically collapses down and fits right inside its own bag. Very nice. So there's going to be now. I know having someone explain something on an audio-only podcast is kind of stupid, but there'll be a ton of pictures on Skirex Media. We'll get that out the Tricky website too. But let me tell you something: we all have our solutions for carrying a pair, for carrying two pairs. Um, I know for some of my friends, their girlfriends with solutions was their boyfriend carrying. So whatever, and that's fine. Um, this is beautiful, big rack. It almost looks as if it's inspired by a roof rack. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. It looks great. Um, very easy to move, I would assume? Please. Oh, by all, we're going to try it out, kids. There's, there's four sets of boots in there. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Four sets of skis. Dude. Exactly. This is ridiculous. How, how much? Everyone, everyone wants to talk about schlepping their stuff up the mountain. How many people would enjoy the day? packed in your car in one bag you put it onto your little roller you get it up to the mountain everything's set you leave it there for the whole day you don't have to be next to other people you can enjoy a meal on here we have an entire package where you have a table a tray put your food inside here and then you take this and you wheel it down to your car or if you have a mountain house and you've been schlepping your stuff from the mountain to the slopes park it in your garage leave it fully loaded and then roll it out from your, your garage onto the slopes if you wish for the day. So the goal is enjoy your whole day, not just the time on the slopes. Absolutely. And it, it, it's it's wonderful. Like I was just moving it around, gliding around with it, four boots, four pairs of skis. It, it, it's a sizable contraption like it would have to be, but it moves like nothing. Like bottom line, you're going to wish you had this for the airport too. Um, and now, like they just said, said mm, excuse me, is that we got the table set up. You all have thought of everything, it seems, yeah? So right. where? So did the idea just come from a need, or were you just like, I want to make some money in the ski industry? <laughs> Basically, when I, my boys were young, sure. two boys, the first solo day skiing with them, like, my wife stayed at home, and I said, like, okay, we parked, and we went to Blue Hills, which is a little place down in Milton. Sure. And... Basically, the lot, you know, we're way out in the far lot, and then there's a hill to get up to the lodge. Like, So I'm, like, dragging their stuff up. They're halfway up the hill. They're going, like, Dad, this sucks. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, it does, because I'm sweating, too. Yeah. So basically, you know, I went home. I said, like, there's got to be a better way. My first prototype was basically a, a sled. Sure. I strapped all the stuff onto the sled with bungees and dragged it up the hill the next time I went with them. Then I'm like, okay, someone's invented the wheel, so yeah. let's put wheels into this damn thing. Yeah. Absolutely, it looks great. So, what are we getting on retail for these, or haven't they made it to market yet? No, they're out of market now on our website. Cool. It's four ninety nine. Okay. And then, if you get it at the show, we got a promotion code here. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Um, now we we go pre record. So, how long can they use their code for? Yeah, pre record. Well, I think it's during the course of the show. We may go a week afterwards. I'll have to check yep. with our sales guy there. So, yep. we'll get we'll 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 we'll, we'll try and sell you some. Don't okay. even worry about it. So, truekey.com, T R U K I I dot com. And any social media at all, too, or no? We are on Instagram, and I think we have Facebook, and uh, I don't think we're on Twitter. That's okay. My wife takes care of that part. There you go. That's delegation. Delegation. We're delegating the workout, and now we're delegating the ski carrying to something other than our backs and our shoulders and our knees. we got enough problems. This thing looks great, dude. I, I highly suggest that if you didn't, now again, coming. Obviously, this all the audio is coming out after the fact, but I hope you stopped by and saw it. If you didn't, like I said, truekey.com, T-R-U-K-I-I.com. Is that correct? That's correct. Awesome. Come check these guys out. Chuck, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, this is awesome, dude. I kind of want one, and I'm all alone. I don't have any kids or nothing, but it's still kind of awesome. Awesome. I'll take one. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Awesome. Yes, right. Here winging it. Skirex Media. It's been walking around, connecting with friends that I haven't met in person yet. I have met Dan Egan before. He remembered me again, like I told Drop you guys. Drop a name, Jesus. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> you haven't, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I uh, I absolutely swear more when I'm talking to you all. 
I don't know. Is that is that like a Jersey thing? Like, do we bring out like just the awfulness in people because of our uh, our roots in New Jersey? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's just. But you guys have anything goes on your show. I have anything goes on my show, but it doesn't always. Always but, unfiltered. That's always true. always unfiltered. But anyway, I'm sitting on Brian and Mario's stage. Brian and Mario from the High Flutin' Ski Bomb Podcast. Friends of mine. Met these guys today in person. How you doing, boys? We are doing very well, and uh, yeah, thanks for for taking some time here. Yeah, this it's funny to say it's our stage, but it really is our stage. It is. You know? Just do whatever we want. I mean, they stopped by, and the head lady was like, "You guys do whatever you want." Like, all right. I mean, all we really have to do is keep things on the rails. Yeah, like, we need to keep things just a little bit together. Stick to a schedule. Well, they said we could do anything on the stage. I mean. There looks like there's a pole around here, like a stripper well, pole. I don't know what happened to the donkey. I said there was going to be a donkey here at 4 o'clock, and it's not here. So so no oh, donkey show. There's going to be Maybe six not. disappointed savages that there will be no donkey here. <laughs> and then the Snowbound Expo turns into a riot. Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen Morgan. Because you know what? I brought goggles for the donkey, too. So that would make it ski-themed. Absolutely. Put a couple of poles on his... How about a Yeti? Like a Yeti with a big don. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So how hard is it? Would be- it though? Would it? That would be amazing. I see things amazing, different. Yes. Awesome though. I see awesomeness in where pe- other people don't see it. So it's your stage. How, how does it feel? You guys have been coming up over a few years, and now you're hosting at the event in the East. Like, what's that like, guys? You know, it's funny that they chose us. It's not haha funny. Sure. It's just kind of it's it's. Funny. It's charming and it's nice, and I don't really know what to do with it. And, you know, I mean, we really, you know, we I did some prep. We did some prep trying to figure out how to how to host this, and it's uh, it's it's been a little surreal to be honest, if nothing else. I think today was a shorter day for the for you know our stage, the activity, and sure. I think tomorrow maybe we'll start loosening up and just kind of. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say the filter might come down a little bit more, but I like that. I mean. Yeah, the thing is, you can't get too weird here, you know? Like, you yeah. Because it is a family show. That is, like, the number one thing. Totally, you know, to totally. To get too super weird. Right. But, um, you know, that's kind of the reason you know, we even started the podcast. Because we feel like a lot of stuff, like, our bizarre kind of sense of humor and sensibilities wasn't really represented in the ski industry. Sure, you know, like, absolutely. I'm sure you've seen that, too. Like, a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. a few folks about that. Everything is just, the edges are shaved off a lot. It's like, hey, we're outside and we're a ski magazine. And it's like... Boring. You know, Absolutely. Totally. Calling it's, you out outside. Yeah, calling you out outside. Where are you? You're in here somewhere, I think. Yeah, I don't read their stuff anymore it's anyway. That's what it is. No, you're not wrong. The the I don't want to use the word stuffy because the fans aren't stuffy at all. These are people, you know, but we... Some of us have a sicker sense of humor, and some of us aren't afraid to let it fly. I was just saying to Brian and Mario how I my filter comes off even more when I'm with these guys. And that's how I talk anyway. But we have a lot of fun, and I think that's something else we bring is fun. Do you agree? 100%. And that's, I think, a perfect you know kind of example of what I'm talking about. Is sure. It almost seems like in their agenda is to to push some sort of belief system instead of focusing on the fun. Yeah, absolutely. what it is. Just shut up about politics and ski. I agree with that, too. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're taking the fun out of skiing. It's like they're trying to make everything so cookie-cutter and templated and sure. uh, controllable that it's removing a lot of what makes skiing so much fun. You know, a beautiful day on the mountain or skiing with your buddies does not have to be about some movement or setting some agenda. So Absolutely. It could just be about hanging out with your friends and family skiing. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. And you feel, when you look around, tell me this dude straight ahead does not look like Putin, man. <laughs> See him? I think it is him. Putin at the, at the snow. Awesome. Dude, I'm getting his autograph. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but that just blew my mind. Nobody I'm going to have to go hashtag Putin. Actually, absolutely. Not that we support that or I the war in Ukraine. I can't believe that we went a whole six minutes without talking about Putin. I, dude. speaking tomorrow? I think he's speaking. He's on our stage tomorrow. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Let me tell you something. Um, since I'm talking to the Alex Joneses of the ski world or so, I've heard. Yes, we are the info wars, apparently, of ski podcasting. <laughs> it is. And I'm not saying these guys aren't as entertaining, but they're definitely not as energetic or as lunatic-like as Alex Jones. Um, whether you love them or you hate them, you know, I'm going to, I'm nonpartisan, but. Yeah, we got tinfoil ski helmets. Absolutely. 
I can help with heat, though, man. I get cold it these days. It the radio waves, right? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Um, don't chew on it if you got those fillings, though. Wasn't there something about that back? I don't fucking know. That's, bef- that's, too beyond my, that's before my time. Um, yeah, that could be him. It could not be, but we don't support any of that because we're just making jokes, and that's what we're saying. It's a lot of fun. The fans out here are having a lot of fun. There's a ton of pretty girls out here. And, we uh, we you should know. just, like, comment on people. <laughs> we could, you know... Wow. We could do that, dude. We could just sit here and use like Instagram Live. Like we're just people watching at the snowbound. The big mics you get. Where's Tim with the lights? Yeah, man. Like I think Tim went home. The other Tim, not, not me. Just Tim. Tim, not this Tim. Tim the sound guy. But Tim is. That's fine. And we just told him. See, there are so many things that we've tried to get into the weed thing here on Ski Rex Media. It never works. Every episode I've done about it just fails or bad it, it just turns into shit we try because it is a big thing there's a there's a weed culture in snow sports as as much as people don't and that's it whether you're a backcountry country hippie or you're an elitist out you know with your what, what was the usa gold pass yeah. 10 grand hey, you just hit 15 it's now you hit inflation it's park and you know it's, bullshit it's in the industry it is in the industry i i remember that was a that was a big thing when i was a teenager that was a that was a big awakening for me, just watching lifties getting high. I was like, okay. So you are operating heavy machinery here. Maybe you could perhaps kind of pay attention and know what you're doing here. Not it would be us. nice. So I wonder, now that it's legal in a lot of places, is it going to be uncool soon? I don't know. I don't know. Just remember, though. Drinks and cocktails are coming strong. They are, That which is kind of weird. I don't know why not. Like, I quit drinking, but why not have the alcohol? Like, just now you're just... It seems like a waste to me. I just bought some weird long trail, like CBD soda. Wow. It's like CBD seltzer or CBD. So there's no alcohol in it. It sure. just has CBD. Oh. And it, it, it tastes gross. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the CBD and the just the weed, like, there's this additive that I put in drinks, and it just it doesn't taste pleasant. It's weird. <laughs> I, you know, shout out to Long Trail, man. If if any brewery's going to put CBD in something, it's going to be a Vermont one. You know, cause you don't call it the Green Mountain State for nothing, believe me. One of my best friends has a grow operation in his backyard. He's actually really good at it. So if you guys enjoy it, I don't because I'm a wuss, but hey, that's fun. CBD? You ever tried I've that? never tried it. I kind of want to because I am, I'm not, I, I'm getting, for you. I'm in my 40s. You know, I'm going to the physical therapy before the season starts, and I'm down, done. Knees feel good, but by April, they're not going to feel good. CBD. CBD. I've heard it's CBD. pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, but get good quality CBD, though. None yeah. None of this bullshit you, you see in these, you know, regular Walmart or whatever. Not the 7-Eleven CBD. No, no, no. I'm never doing that. Stay uh, away from the spice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I will go down to – I think we have a supplier in the town I live in, so I can figure it out. But if these guys suggest it, I'll check it out. There is no high. I just told them one of my horror stories about this. I don't, uh, it seems like just a missed opportunity to me. I, and, again, it's it, – point of view, you know. From <laughs> you my, weren't there, man. You weren't there. But you should have been because any time I tell it – it took me years to tell that story to people. It's embarrassing. But people are like, dude, that's funny. And I was like, all right. I recall a similar incident on a flight, right, Brian? Yes. Um, it was just, we were coming back from Whistler, mm. flying back from Seattle, and I'd taken a Seattle. brownie on okay. a red eye. Not a part of a brownie. He's trying to get um, me to eat a brownie. I'm like, no, nah, he's trying to sleep. He eats the whole thing. Because oh, I was hoping it would help me sleep on the red eye back from Seattle. Yeah. It did not help me sleep on the red eye back from Seattle. It made me think when we had turbulence that we were going down, straight down, immediately. That's a long flight, too. I've done that with one stop, and that's not a short flight to be freaking out, man. Solid seven hours. Seven hours, then. Yeah, Seattle's up there in the corner, man. Yeah. And the best part was, so yeah, it was a red eye flight, and we're getting in at like 6 or 6.30 in the morning, and I had to work at 9. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that was a good... good, uh, well, I did not want to take another vacation day. So Good man. Using them at Whistler. So. See, that's what ki- kids need to hear that. They rather, call out too easy these days. I'd rather just work high. Yeah, most people would. Right. Go to work. You got to you gotta get money so you can afford to go skiing again. <laughs> buy more weed. And buy more weed. Unless you know somebody, which I do. It's the circle of life. It's the circle of life. That's what, the, that's what the Lion King is about, right? That is what the Lion King is. Circle of life. It's about buying weed and skiing. That's yeah. Going to work. That's all it's about. He does look like Joe Camel a little. 
He does look like that a little. So there you go, guys. This is the kind of fun we're having here, and I do apologize that this is going to come out after the fact. So I hope you got your fill of Mario and Brian. We have one fan with a mask sitting out there right now. You did have one fan with the mask. He's there. Oh, yeah? He's keeping an eye on Putin over there, I think. Yeah, I would be too, man. Get down. No, there are a few masks here, but the pandemic's over, and that's not going to bother your skiing, man. Everybody's open this year. Don't worry about it. Let You know what the best thing to do? This is our advice as people who have could barely pass high school chemistry is a spit in your friend's mouth before the season starts to get up all your antibodies to build you up nice and strong so that you're ready to go and you get through the whole ski season without getting uh, covid or the flu or pneumonia or, or gonorrhea whatever and i'm with that because you know if you're spitting in your friend's mouth you might learn something new about you and we're all inclusive here at ski rex media that leads right well, your friend is definitely going to learn about you if you do that to them. Absolutely. In Ski-Rex Media, I see awesome in the weird and sometimes the terrible. And spitting in your friend's mouths is definitely qualifies. Start getting air with trading fluids. I don't know. You get into a whole different realm there. It, that, well, no, I won't say I won't say that one. I'll keep that one to myself. And Tim goes, why did I bother asking these assholes to talk? Because they're more creative than I am, and I can fall asleep, and they'll just keep talking. That happened when they were on my podcast. <laughs> the power went out at my house. I got it. I, I was able to. I had the laptop, so I had the battery. I got the phone out, did the whole Wi-Fi thing, because the, the cell phone towers don't drop out. And they're still talking. And I was like, yes! Yes! Just going along, waiting for you to come back. Can't be stopped. Once we get into like a groove or on a, you cannot know. stop us. Absolutely, it's like and an aircraft carrier. Like you can't just turn it off and stop it at the brakes. Like it's just going to go. No, you guys can't be stopped, and that's why you have your own stage for the entire weekend at the return of the Snowbound Expo. And I'm happy to say I got to share the stage with you, sort of. Yeah. You know, but it's good enough for me. I mean, to the crowd of two and a dog. Yes. And a dog. <laughs> Service animals are allowed. Our own interviews on the stage now. They're like, okay. You're over with this. We're going to have our own guests come up. You totally should do that, dude. Right? No. Do it. Why not? Who can stop us? We'll have, you know, no one. We can figure out how to work in our schedule. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. And just grab people like you. Come here. <laughs> and you. Come here. Don't look at me like that. Get over here. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, I hope you guys have a good weekend. I'm only down here today, which just sucks. But I'm going to make up the time. Absolutely. I'm happy to meet you guys. Hope we get to ski at some point. Yeah. Uh, I know a little harder for Mario because you live down in the south, which I love the south. He also, there too, is go, up baby. in New Hampshire at least once a month in the winter. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Maybe even more. We'll see. Yeah, you've said that in the past. I have no memory. i ski New Hampshire. That's, my, that's my, one of my goals this year. Cool. I'm there, man. Whaleback Mountain. <laughs> Partners with Ski X Media. Shout right. out. Right. Shameless plugs and shout outs. Are they here? I've heard somebody from there is wandering around. They don't have an official representative, oh, but I, I, I'm not sure who it is because I haven't run into anybody I know from there yet. Portable booth. You just walk around. Yeah. Porto potty, porto bootho. Well, they, they did something with Egan. Their, their uh, executive director notes Dan Egan. Okay. From back in the long ago, I guess. And they did something with the Warren Miller film that just came out or whatever it was. I don't know the details. I'm not that in with the organization. They showed the film, I think it was Thursday night. Or, no, Wednesday night. Okay. Uh, they were at the Berkeley okay. uh, Center of Music. Oh, there College, you go. Music College, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah and, and, and Whaleback had something to do with that, too. I have no idea what it is or what it was. But I love those guys, too, and I love these guys. Man, I'll let you guys go. I know you said you wanted to go find beer, so I'll let you go do that yeah. since I don't do that. And uh, I hope you have a good weekend, guys, or I hope you had a good weekend when this comes out. I, I want to go curling, and I want to go on that little fake ski slope they got. I, I like that idea, too. I'm going to have to... Thanks, that you guys. might see me doing that too. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Come by. Thanks. Excellent. And that's it, baby. You guys are the best. So as I continue wandering around Snowbound Expo, a lot of fun, I think, making new friends as well as old. Um, I am here today with Hannah from Big Snow American Dream, my place I love. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm good. Happy to be at Snowbound this year. I, I think it's great that you are here, that the only indoor uh, ski hill in the United States, well, in North America still, yes. correct? Correct, North yeah. America. So North America, and you're here representing. How's it been? Good turnout? It has been, yeah. Table's been busy. People have been stopping by. Some people are still surprised that there's indoor skiing in the United States. And, I, and I'm not surprised. It's unfortunate because it's pl- the place is awesome. I've said it. 
sometimes I feel like I'm overselling it. That's how much I enjoy it. Um, I was just saying how people make fun of it, which I think is dumb. You haven't had anybody kind of walk through and give me a hater oh, stuff, right? Oh, we absolutely have. Someone, uh, oh, really? someone, someone said, "Oh, so is it real snow or is it East Coast powder?" Uh, and, oh. they, and they wouldn't let it go, right? Uh, you know, it's it's frozen water. It is real snow, uh, and it's just as uh, just as fun as being at a regular ski resort. Wow, I don't think. That's not cool, man. <laughs> but it is cool. I, yeah. I, the, the mountain, the, the the hill itself is cool. Uh, down there at East Rutherford, yes, uh, very cool. Right across from where the Jets play. Yeah. Um, if you're into football, yes, um, it's we love very, football. We and we should. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of year too. Big snow is great. Um, the, it is a surreal feeling walking in real snow and riding a quad chair in a what what amounts to a warehouse freezer. Yes. Yeah, people, uh, the nickname is, uh, and we don't use it, but it is what it is. It's called the fridge, right? Okay. Uh, people also call it the dome, uh, and it is it is essentially a freezer. Uh, so it acts as its own self-cooling system. Sure. Uh, and it does have that warehouse feel. We try to kind of put some trees in there, yeah, working cool. on sprucing the place up, but it is a lot of, uh, of uh, kind of a face to cover, so... Sure, it is. It's a very large building. Yes. Like it's, it takes up most of the mall. I think. I don't know if that's true. I didn't measure it. Actually, no. So uh, the the it's sixteen stories high. Sure. Our run is about a thousand uh, feet. Sure. Uh, it's about. It takes about fifty five hundred tons to fill the place with snow. Sure. Um, so we are decent sized. We have a half of a slope as a terrain park. Another slope is a freestyle. And then we have our beginning area that has train-based learning. So it's perfect for people who have never experienced snow before. It's sure. our job to pump out, you know, new skiers and snowboarders who uh, want to learn in a controlled environment. No snow, no variables. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And I've suggested that to people. I, I, I myself lived down the shore for many, many years. And people there are like, if I want to get into this, is this the place to go? And I say, Yes. There's full lessons, snowboarding and skiing, correct? Yes, complimentary lessons. So when you purchase a snow day package, we have instructors out on the hill that are ensuring that your day goes well, right? That you are going through our steps uh, and learning uh, these different uh, moves that eventually you will be doing as a skier or snowboarder. uh, But it kind of breaks it down into into five different steps. Cool, and and that's great. And again, as you just said, it's a more controlled environment. Now, you still... Does, it's been a while since I've been down. I was like, not last October, maybe the October 4th, right after the reopening. Yes. And Big Snow has reopened twice. Everything's going well, right? Like right, the yeah. fire and stuff is just a different memory. Yeah, it is a distant memory. It was uh, something very small, but, you know, don't have a house fire. It'll take nine months for the insurance company uh, to, to get to you. Yeah. So uh, that's what happened with us. You know, it was very minimal damage, no structural damage, just a small patch in the roof. Uh, And then we had to replace our sprinkler system. So that's what took so long. Fair enough. And I do know there were people who were just like itching like, tomorrow? Okay, no. Tomorrow? Okay, no. Tomorrow? Yes! Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. Um, it's It's a beautiful, wonderful place, especially if, and again, this goes back to, um... It, it, it being where it is, which, you know, people say, how do we get more people skiing? We'll bring it to them. You know, it's not always easy to drive up from North Jersey or New York City up here to Massachusetts, Vermont, wherever. It's right across the river. You can see the city. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and I think one thing that we have is uh, accessibility, right? So totally. the, the issues with the uh, snowboard and ski industry is that the barriers of entry are high. Uh, Big Snow brings it down. You, there's not many places where you can do an activity for under $100 where they give you head-to-toe everything you need. Uh, you yeah. walk in with your socks and your gloves, and we'll take care of the rest. And that is the greatest thing. It's something that you don't see. It. Well, all right, maybe in other indoor hills around the world, but I will say, when my friends and I first went, we saw tons of big snow jackets around. We're like, gosh, this, uh, your staff is massive. Then we realized that's not staff, that's rentals, which is awesome. Correct, yeah. So we have from ages 3 and up, uh, up to size 6XL. Uh, we try to be inclusive for totally. for all different types of people. Um, and, yeah, it's it's... It's a joy to see, you know, people who have never experienced uh, even seeing real snow uh, come up and, and get to even, we have spectator tickets, we have sledding, we have snow going, so we have a lot of different options for, for somebody who might not want to ski or snowboard, but 
wants to experience being in the cold uh, in the middle of summer. So it could be 90 degrees outside, and it is still 28 degrees in the dome. Let me tell you something. I, I lived in New Jersey, like I said, down the shore. Ocean County, for those of you who keep score. Many years, it gets hot in New Jersey in the summer. Sure, go to the beach, whatever. I'd rather go inside your dome. Yeah. We, uh, we had the 2022 summer was, we called it the Big Snow Beach. Sure. It was awesome. We got lounge chairs out there. Uh, it's a good time. Now, how, you don't have to give exact numbers, but was it jumping during the summer? I can only imagine. So, I actually do have a number. Uh, oh, there you from, go. From our reopening in, um, reopening at Memorial Day weekend up until now, we've uh, had 100,000 people come through the doors. So we've exposed 100,000 people to uh, skiing and snowboarding. So weekends will always be a little bit busier. Sure. Uh, and the weekdays can be very quiet. So sometimes you can have the place to yourself if you come, uh, you know, Monday at 2 o'clock. Absolutely. Dude, 100,000 folks. Tell me this place isn't popular. You can't. If you're one of the haters who walked by and gave these nice young women static, don't do that ever again. Um, the place is great. I love it. I can't wait to get back one of these days, summer or winter, for that matter. It's very cool. Thank you for doing this, Hannah. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. it. absolutely. Every day is a snow day. Excellent. Cool. So here I am. It's just after 6 o'clock. And I'm sitting around by the Out of Collective here. I did run into both Adam Jabber and Adam X, but I haven't been able to run into them again. But that happens, you know. People are busy. They're actually here doing real work, not pseudo-professional work like I'm doing. So they're around here somewhere, and maybe I'll catch up with them. But I'm taking a break, man. I've been here since, God, what time did I get here? I got here at like quarter after two. It's six o'clock now. I am tired and I still have to get back to the bus station. It might be a ride on a subway to get that done. But we'll see, man. There's still a little bit while before I have to break out of here. See who else we can run into. See if we can get to talk to more people for you. Because that's what this is. It's a big social event. As I look around, there's people. I mean, they're talking at the booths. They're talking to, you know different gear manufacturers and whatnot, different mountains and whatnot. It's all well and good. But, and the different passes, I'm looking at Icon Pass right now, but really it's just a big social event. That's what it is. People are here to be social for the first time in many years since, you know, pandemic closed everything down. So we'll see if we can get a few more. This might be the end of it before I go, but let's find out, see if there's anyone else I can talk to for you. you. All right, so I've been walking around here for hours. I'm getting tired. I'm so tired. And I got to run back into I ran into him once. Mr. Adam X. Adam X, the Pursuit Podcast. Adam Collective. Adam, how you doing, buddy? I'm great. How are you today? I'm dandy. I'm getting tired, buddy. I'm so happy I got to find you before I left or before I took a nap on one of these tables, dude. How's this show been? Because you're doing real work. I'm doing pseudo-half-assed work. You're doing real work. <laughs> Honestly, better than expected. No, nice. I was, I was nervous. I knew the people behind this show, Raccoon Events. They had it, they built everything. But then it's cool. like, if you build it, will they come? Sure. And day one, there were people just like ready to knock down the gate. And there's people here. Yeah, tons of people. Like it's and it's Friday evening. Like tomorrow's going to be ridiculous, dude. I think so. But like I'm overwhelmed in the best way because sure. I'm I tend to be on the negative side of thing I won't work the ski industry's the dead and yeah. like it's firing and people are actually like engaging at booths which it's it's exciting I don't know if COVID helped that yeah like I don't maybe it that's a hot take but like people are excited to be here they're touching stuff they're looking at stuff yeah buying stuff so I I think it's so far day one I'm calling it a success Absolutely, and I, I couldn't agree more. Just walking around, and that, I, I was thinking, man, this is like granted the brands are here, manufacturers are here, mountains are here, but it's the social experience. Like everybody's just here to hang out, man. Yeah, but it takes everybody. Totally, like, you need totally. the brands to jump on and say we're going to invest in this because it costs brands a lot of money, and you need the people to invest in parking and showing up. Yeah, and media needs to show up, and and everyone so far has. Yeah, totally has. It, it, it's really, it's been, it's been a wonderful day. Let me ask you, this is, this is more for me. What's up, other Adam? <laughs> good. How are you doing, buddy? Having a good show, are you? Yeah. Hey. Um, I had to ask you though. Have now the, the telemark game. Has anybody not gotten the joke and giving you shit? 
Yeah, yes, that's my favorite part. Like here, it's like not here, not okay, yet. cool. Well, people know the joke here. I think, yeah, I think so. People, but like in my DMs, people are like attacking me and like wait till you try it or you got to do it and yeah, then yeah. you can talk on it. And I'm like, I can telemark. Like I am a telemark skier. Yeah, I think. totally. I'm an alpine skier. I'm a telemark skier. I'm a snowboarder. That's yeah, yeah. like I just like sliding down snow. Mm-hmm. But it's the attacks haven't been bad. But yeah. some people. Who I think are in on the joke maybe might not be, but yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I love it. It makes me laugh. I added my own little tidbit meme style, just a little bit, just to say, hey, I get it. Yeah. And uh, again, I didn't. I was hesitant to ask. I don't want to give it away either. Like, it, I, I, it's fun to be on my side and be like, dude, these freaking people don't even know, dude. They don't get it. I think people are starting to catch on and get it. And I really do believe a lot of things I say about Telemark, but I think. The easiest way to shed light on things is to hate on it, right? Totally. Like, unfortunately, that's where we leave. Like, if I'm like, Telemark's great, no one cares. If I tell, say Telemark sucks, mm-hmm. everyone's in my DMs, and then I get to educate, and they get to educate me, and I get to have conversations, and I've talked to more. I was a full-time Telemark skier for seven years. Yeah. And no one gave a shit. And now that I hate it, yeah. everyone loves it. Yeah, So I'm like, course. but it's great. So it's been really fun, and like, I am, it's just sliding on snow. Yeah, yeah, Skiing, totally. snowboarding, ski board. What are we doing? Like, yeah. I've dedicated my whole life to sliding on snow. I don't know who made that mistake a long time ago, but, yeah. like, that's all it is. That's all it ever should be. And, like, this is why we do it. And I know not everyone can see what we're looking at, but, like, sure. there's people everywhere. There's booths. There's kids. There's parents. Like, this is what it is. It's community. And Telemark is one of the greatest communities that exists, which yeah. is why they come out with pitchforks when you shit talk it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's funny, and I love it. So, speaking of your skiing then, dude, how, and we were kind of talking about this earlier when I ran into you, you had to leave the the hell frozen over out there in western New York, man. Bummed? Kind of, sort of? Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I'm sad that I'm not home with my friends and family, and like, this is like, it's a rite of passage in Buffalo, whether you ski, or it's this whole thing with community, like the ski resorts aren't open, but there's kids sledding. And hiking, and there's people boot packing their snowboards up, and there's skis, and like, I miss that. You know, Buffalo is like the city of good neighbors, and that's sure. sometimes you're like, eh. But then you see this stuff happen, and you see, I would have snowblowed 30 driveways this weekend totally. because I know people couldn't have, and that's what I miss more than anything. Sure, selfishly, I want to go make powder turns. <laughs> Hopefully, there'll be a little stash for me there on Monday. Yeah. But. I'm glad I'm here, and I'm glad this is happening, and there's people here, because if it was a bust, I really would have been sad. Oh, God, then you'd have pissed. But, hey, you know, and it's not that I want to stereotype the folks from Western New York and Buffalo, but every time you see, and that area gets a lot of snow, every time you see it hit, just everybody's just having a good time. Again, I don't want to stereotype or generalize. I don't like doing that shit, but it seems like it's a good time out there, man. Yeah, I mean, there's woes to everything, and there's sure. definitely an inconvenience, but I think we're just ready for it. Like, yeah. we get that storm, it happens, it doesn't happen every year, but, like, when it happens, everyone knows, everyone hunkers down, but, like, they hunker down knowing that they're going to be home, but, like, they're out. Everyone's outside running around, like, it's, they're not driving, Yeah, they're just, like, walking around, and sl- it's just, it's like, yeah. it's literally like a movie, it doesn't make yeah. sense, and I'm not <laughs> one to, like, be like, yeah, Buffalo, I love my city, but, like, when it snows, you're like, oh, yeah, this is why I am where I am. And that's fair, man. I, I mean, I've never been. I've been through, but never stopped. And uh, anytime I see that, I'm like, dude, I can hang out there. I can hang out with these oh, people. Oh, it's the best. But I can hang out with anybody, I think. And that's what we're doing. We're hanging out. I'll let you get back to work. Maybe you're working. Maybe you're not. Maybe I'll go bother the other Adam here when he's done talking to people. Why not? I'm just bothering people today, man. But I'm glad you're having fun. Glad it's coming together the way you hope, man. It's awesome. Yeah, and thanks for having me on the quick uh, to-do. Yeah. My question for you. Sure, man. What did you expect for this show, and has it exceeded, or like, where does it fall on your expectations once you walked in? You know, that's a great question, too, because I wasn't sure what to expect because we have different company running it than the old Boston Snow Show, which I only went to once. Um, and I, I was like, all right, and they're from across the pond, so who knows? 
I, I kind of was like digging on the whole wild card thing. Like, is this going to be? And the second I came in here, I'm coming up the escalator, and the line is around the concourse. I was like, success, baby. And it has. It exceeded my uh, expectations. The only thing that's a real bummer is the people who aren't here. You know, whether it I be. Love that. Yeah, it's just the people who haven't got here who are media like us, who are manufacturers or other exhibitors, like Jumpin' Steve from Peace and Pal. Wish to, I could call up where he's not here. The uh, the Mountain Report, Jack McGuirk, those guys, love them. I wish they were here. But I've run into everybody. I've run into you guys. I've run into everybody else. Egan, the highfalutin guys, everybody. Uh, if This is the place to be this weekend in Boston. Screw cheers. <laughs> right? Screw cheers. And my last note. There's a lot of people from, there's a lot of heavies, I'll say, I won't say any names, from really big brands yeah, that totally. aren't here, mm. but they sent people. Yeah, totally. So, like, that's an interesting, like, there's a lot of big brands who sent some of their heavy marketing people to sure. this show to get eyes on it. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I think that's that's a telling oh, sign yeah. of what's to come. Plus, like, where on the East Coast can we ever see, like, Kelly Clark speak Bodie Miller Conrad Anchor like we don't get that on the no. east coast they're not Teton Village you go to the coffee shop you can run into them Boston we got Andy Perry love him <laughs> yeah. I love him I love him but like we don't have it so, no like, we don't Conrad's getting on a plane or is here yes. flying into Boston yeah to talk for us so yeah, like if we don't totally show awesome. up that's on us yeah absolutely like they're here let get in here and see him. Yeah, and shout out to Kelly Clark, whom I have not spoken to since she was a child. Did I really know her? No. I worked at Mount Snow while she was I there, know, and it was in. It, it's just a goofy story. People are like, oh, you know her? Like, no. She followed me on Instagram, but did not answer my DM. <laughs> like, so. uh, oh, that's close enough. She was a nice teenager when she was there training, so she's probably a nice adult. I don't know. Um, but. You'll probably run into her this I weekend, so. and I hope you guys have a good time. Cool, man. Thank you for doing this. And Thank for you, minute, dude. man. I appreciate and, it. Yeah, totally. And uh, have a good weekend, man. I'm out of here in a few minutes myself, but you gotta come hold back. it down, come man. Tomorrow. I wish I could, man. <laughs> oh, I wanted to be here all weekend. I'm going to make up the time, though, next year in England. I'm going to go to that one first, then I'll come oh, do this. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Awesome, dude. Thanks, Adam. Oh, I appreciate it, brother. Thanks, brother. So remember back in the introduction to the bonus episode right before I went into the interviews. Remember when I said this wasn't going to be an hour-long episode? I was wrong as I edit and record my intro and now the closing to the episode. I am at just about an hour, so I got to talk a little bit more than I realized, which is good for you, it's good for me, it's good for everyone involved. And again, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who was able to do an interview with me, Dan Egan, Kim K., by Mario and Brian from the Highfalutin Ski Bums podcast, Adam Sauerwine and Mr. Adam X from the Pursuit podcast, Hannah from Big Snow American Dream, Chuck from True Key and TrueKey.com. Man, that was awesome of all of them to do that. Would I have liked to do more? I would. Now, did you hear the theme throughout each interview? The theme was is that it was a social event. Now, I'm not going to say it was an excuse that I got too distracted talking to people that I didn't get anything done. If I'm talking to people, I can absolutely record what they are saying. Um, so when, obviously, because that's what I did. I'm talking to Adam. I'm talking to Mario and Brian. I'm talking to Kim and Dan and everybody else. It's a lot of fun. And some of it I can record and some of it I can't. Um, going through the show, I realized that it is a social event and that's awesome and I'll get back to that but everybody's busy because it is a social event whether it's socializing doing business just running around trying to be able to look at everything taking tests or not taking tests to, uh, <laughs> I was about to say taking test runs which I guess is accurate but doing there was the indoor slope they had a small indoor slope over uh, in the corner that one could go do that. The FISU was there with the for the U World University Games, which I will be at in January as media. They had curling set up, so they were busy running that. The folks who were running the slope were the dry slope were running that. Um, the folks over at the Cross Country Ski Areas Association area, they were doing demos over there. The folks over at Rollerblade, you saw people rolling around the expo on rollerblades, and I would imagine it was a good floor for it. 
I had done some inline skating in the past. I'm not good at it. I have suffered serious injury doing that. I've broken bones, literally. Well, broke a bone doing that. I broke my wrist, wrist inline skiing, uh, skating. So I don't do that anymore. But they looked like they were having a good time. But during the good time, people are doing work. Like I said, Adam X and the entire Out of Collective. Shout out to Adam Jabber as well. I did talk to him. And I was going to try and bother him, as I said, after... Uh, I left Adam, but then he was talking to other people. He was doing stuff. So everyone was busy. It is a busy go, go, go kind of thing. But at the same time, it's just a lot of fun. Plus, not everybody could talk. I went to the Killington booth and said, hey, do you guys want to do some podcast stuff? I wanted to talk to them about, you know, being open now, being ready for the uh being ready for the races this coming weekend, Black Friday weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, but they weren't able to, and not everybody is. Not everybody who comes down has the go-ahead to be able to talk to media if they don't have media people or they're not ready or they're shy or they just don't have the time. And because I was only able to be there for one day, I also didn't have the time. If I would have been there for three days, you would have had so much stuff coming out of there. But I felt rushed. I, you know, my original plan was to be there for three days and I didn't. So I had to adjust and try and work that out. And I, I hope you enjoyed what I got. Again, these are all people I know from the past, except for Hannah from Big Snow and Chuck from True Key. I've known them in the past. I've interviewed them in the past. I've talked to them in the past. We are friends. We talk and, uh, you know, we send emails. We try and do it's not just business. You know, these we know each other. And so they were able to take a few extra minutes like oh, I know you and talk, but not always. Like before I talked to Dan and Kim, when I got to their booth, they were busy. I initially was going to record with Adam earlier, but then the Bodie Miller talk started and he had to go do work. It's very busy. But it's a lot of fun. And I hope I conveyed that part because it is a big social fun event. And that is what it is meant to be. Of course, we're all busy. We're all doing work. The spectators aren't doing work, but they're busy too because some of them are there to go see this manufacturer, that manufacturer, or their favorite podcaster or ski snowboard media person, or to go to any one of the speakers, um, any one of the speakers, uh, um, the speaking events, Bodie Miller speaking um, over the weekend. Kelly Clark spoke. I wish I could have been there for that. Um, you know, Stuart Winchester, who I got to meet, um, also very cool. He didn't have time and we didn't have time to do anything there, but he will be on the program later in the season um, from the Storm Ski and Journal podcast. Um, or I mean, sorry, God damn, I am butchering, butchering everything today. I'm tired, man. I'm still tired because my weekend didn't end. It's snowbound. So let's try that again. I got to meet Stuart Winchester from Storm Skiing Journal and podcast. <laughs> you would think as much as I talk on this podcast, I'd be able to do it well. I can't do it well, but he's going to be on the program later in the season. Um, he's really awesome, and he was doing um, a talk on stage on Mario and Brian's stage um, with Steve Wright. Is that his name from JP? Let's. I'll just butcher that. I'm not even going to look it up uh, <laughs> because I messed up names all the time. But you know what I'm saying. I got to talk to all these people a little bit. Some I got to record with, some I didn't because it's so busy and it is so social because I was talking to other people just in a friendly way, trying to, you know, make some new friends. I was talking to, um, who was I talking to? A couple guys who do a tr travel blog called Touring New England and one or two of them are going to be on the show this this year because this season because it was just awesome and we were talking and it's social mixed with business and sometimes you get caught up in it and you're just trying to get things done and again if I had all three days to do it I wouldn't have been so rushed and then I had to get back to make my bus it sounds unprofessional it sounds like I'm making excuses but I just want to tell you about the experience because all in all still I had a great time I loved it. The social part, the seeing all the new stuff, to seeing some of the independent folks who make like whatever it is. If you're just making t-shirts, cool. If you're making ways to carry skis like True Key, cool. If you're making hats, awesome. Gloves, it doesn't matter, dude. It was so much fun and we all had that fun. And like Adam and I said, it, the only thing that was really negative is the people who couldn't be there as spectators and the people who weren't there on that day as exhibitors. Like I said, Jack McGuirk and the Mountain Report, they 
they got there on Saturday. So I didn't get to see them and talk to them, and that would have been fun to talk to them. Uh, Jumpin' Steve, who I love, he wasn't there on Friday either um, for Peace and Pow. I would have loved to do that. So much going on, though. So much fun, and Boston is great, and it had to have been a success because it's all, they already sent out the email to announce next year's, which will be a change of venue. Um, it'll be in a different part of the city, not far though. Um, it's, it's going to be closer to where it was in 2019. Um, so that's awesome. Keep an eye out for that snowboundexpo.com to check out any news, sign up for updates. Stephen Morgan and I, Stephen Morgan from raccoon events did a, did a, um, podcast episode about snowbound. And I saw Stephen too. I saw him a couple times walk by and I didn't get to talk to him because he's there. He's one of the boss guys. So he didn't get, you know, raccoon events staff was busy they were busy doing everything so you know and shout out to them because the event came off at least on friday without a hitch and from social media and everything it looks like saturday and sunday came off without a hitch too they did a wonderful job they're very awesome so shout out to steven and the uh, cast and crew from raccoon events they did a great job and i think they're going to do a great job next year i can't wait to work with them more i've already said to everybody i'm going to make up the time um, i'm going to have to get in touch with steven and his people to get ready for next year's uh national snow show in i think i think he said and i think a couple other folks said it's going to be in london next year not birmingham london um i've always wanted to go to london so i'll make up my time missed from here just like i was on the job like i joked about with adam or kim whoever i did i was one of them uh, i'll make up my time i'll go to london i'll do that show and then i'll come back to boston and we'll do that show too hopefully with all three days with no issues it, it should be great so shout out to them it was awesome I, I i hope you were there and i hope you had a good time and i hope you made some friends i hope you were able to run into new friends I hope you saw something you like. I hope you learned something too. Again, it is a learning experience as well. Like I always say, for Ski Rex Media, for me, it's a learning experience. I've been skiing since I was 12, but there's still new things to learn and there's new things coming out every single year. And it is so awesome. I highly suggest it. I highly suggest taking a chance too, or taking the time, taking... Um, I mean, obviously you could fly in and most people did, I'm sure. But if you could take the train or the bus in and then walk over to the venue, um, Logan Airport is, I mean, anything is in walking distance if you're in the shape or the mood for it. But, uh, you know, the bus station was two miles away from the Heinz Center. It's less than a mile from next year's um uh, event venue and uh, just to see Boston um, if you follow Kim at inspire by Kim on social media she was putting up her pictures from Boston she got to visit Boston it might have been her first time in Boston and she was really enjoying the city Boston is great I love Boston I did say screw cheers during <laughs> Adam's segment and I didn't mean it shout out to cheers I've never been my sister has been I have seen the show through a couple times so and I, and I think it's hysterical um, so there you go, guys. It's a social thing and it's very busy. Get ready. If you're going to go, get ready to go and get ready to be tired each night and be ready to be tired on your uh, flight home or your train ride or bus ride home or make sure you have plenty of coffee for your drive home, man, because it is a lot of fun and you're just go, go, go. And you don't realize how fast the time goes by, man. When I when I was recording my own segment there and it said, you know, it was around six o'clock. I, I thought it was I had only been there for like an hour and a half. I thought it was like three thirty, maybe four. And here it is six o'clock because you're just having fun. And when time flies, when you're having fun, I'm pretty sure that was one of Einstein's theories. Time flies when you're having fun in the theory of general relativity. I don't know. I'm not a physicist in any case. I hope I did it some justice. I showed some pictures on social media. Check that out. Check it out. Snowbound.com. Again, thank you to Raccoon Events. Thank you for doing it this year. Thank you for doing it next year. I hope I can work with them again. It was a lot of fun. I loved it, and I think you will love it too. And if you love Ski Rex Media, please head to SkiRexMedia.com, which will be getting another site overhaul because I'm never 100% happy with the stuff I did, the designs I did, and I coded all that myself and uh, I'm going to do it again but it's everything will still work head to skirexmedia.com for all the information on Skirex Media including a way to sign up for updates that's right you can put your name in the box in the bottom your email address in the box in the bottom 
and I will send you updates every so often. It's not daily. It's not even weekly, but I will send them out usually on Tuesdays and Fridays when I do. It's very cool. Also, Ski Rex Media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on LinkedIn, as well as myself, which you will find the link to that if you go to uh, LinkedIn, Ski, Re- Ski Rex Media on LinkedIn. I gave you the website. Again, check out Whaleback Mountain. Check out St. Custom Skis and Snowboards. Have yourself a good season. Um, there is another episode coming out on Wednesday with Charlie Walker from the Communiski app, which is the app I will be using, which also has a social fun- uh, function to it. Um, that's the big point here. The social part of snow sports. It is a social sport. We're all friends. We all know each other and we're all ready to make new friends. And this year, now that the pandemic is a not a distant memory, but a memory. We're all going to be out gouting out there, sharing chairlifts, hanging out in the lodge, and hanging out tailgating. It's going to be great. Get the Communiski app, but we'll talk about that on Wednesday with Charlie Walker. Right? Right. Also, head out to Patreon because the Charlie Walker episode is already available on Patreon. Patreon has early access to the Ski Rex Media podcast episodes if you want to get it a couple days sooner. Um, and I'm still working out exactly what I'm going to do with that. So, but there is going to be new content that's Patreon only coming to that. Right, right. Thank you everybody for being, for being here and listening to the Ski Rex Media Podcast. And I hope you enjoyed these, these little tidbits from the Snowbound Expo. I enjoyed being there again. Thanks for everybody who was there. So happy to see people. So happy to meet people for the first time in person, even if I've worked with you on the, uh, podcast or wherever i've worked with you it was a lot of fun check it out everybody and i will see you throughout the season later 